So over the weekend, uh, some video slash audio surfaced from this past September. It's not that it was hidden, but I don't think too many people saw it until recently because suddenly, boom, there it was on the AP. Boom, there it was on Breitbart. Boom, there it was on The Blaze. It was on virtually every website going viral as it pertains to the um, GOP Senate primary to replace Rob Portman. Front runner in the polls, Mike Gibbons, in comments he made back in September on a podcast questioning whether or not the middle class is really paying any kind of a fair share. Uh, as it has gone viral, and so has the criticism of Mike Gibbons. I wanted to give him a chance to explain and answer the questions about this. So joining us right now is still the front runner, although the race is very, very tight, about three weeks or so now away from Election Day, with early voting already underway. Josh Mandel and J.D. Vance are pretty much neck and neck right there with Mike Gibbons now. But joining us is Cleveland businessman and GOP candidate Mike Gibbons. Mike, good morning. Good morning, Bob. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. How was your weekend? Uh, well, um, it was uh, it was okay. I, I had a little bit of time off, not much, but uh, well, uh, the, but it's, the... it's it's a pretty pretty big grind. I've got to watch these commercials that, uh, that where things are taken out of context, where things are twisted. Uh, you, you know, you, if you if you, I just listened to you talk about this podcast. And uh, well, if before you before you respond, yeah, before you yeah. respond to it, Mike, I want to play the part that is uh, the thirty seconds that have been uh, circulating and right. going viral, and get you to kind of give sure. give context to it, give give your explanation to it, and uh, sure. and we'll do that now. So let's uh, let's listen. This is the uh, thirty seconds of the uh, podcast from September of last year. Uh, Mike Gibbons on taxation for the wealthy and taxation for the middle class. The top 20% of earners in the United States pay 82% of federal income tax. Um, we only have, and if you do the math, and 45 to 50% don't pay any income tax, you can see the middle class is not really paying any kind of a fair share, depending on how you want to def- uh, define it. Now, the problem is, is you need the middle class to win an election. So the narrative is... The middle class is getting screwed, and the and the the wealthy, the, the elite are are getting are, are cheating everybody. The top. Tw- okay, so Mike, um, let's let's talk about the middle portion of that. After you break down that the top twenty percent of earners pay eighty two percent of the taxes, and then you say forty five to fifty percent don't it's pay federal any income, income tax. tax. Yes. Yeah. Right. Federal income tax. Yeah. And then you say 45 to 50 percent don't pay any income tax, which I'm assuming you mean those are the people that are that are below the poverty line and below ta- uh, federal income taxes at all. Then you say the yes. middle class isn't really paying any kind of a fair share. What does that mean? Well, yeah, I was I was discussing the Democrat narrative. I was defending the 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 uh, Trump tax cuts, and, I, and my my point was that the Democrat narrative is totally false. First of all, I don't believe in any in increasing taxes on anybody. I've taken a pledge. I took one in 2018. I took it again. Um, you know, my whole goal is to lower taxes, and, and, and we have to do that by uh, getting rid of the ridiculous spending going on at the federal level. Um, but my, my my attack was on the Democrat narrative, and I said, you know, these guys say nobody pays their fair share. And the reality is they never define what the fair share is. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I'd i like to see lower taxes across the board. And and when they were attacking, you know, and, and you know what the Democrats have been said about the Trump tax cuts. And, and I said, you know, the problem is nobody ever 
says what a fair share is. And I was saying it, you know, more sarcastically against the not more not more. It was sarcastically against the uh, the, the, the Democrat narrative, which is never true. And uh, you know, all I can say is is that uh, that I you know I believe in lower taxes, and you know I you know how I grew up. Uh, you know, taxes hit us hard. And, uh, and, and I, it, it, you know, I, when, when I first started uh, in this campaign, I'd get a lot of good feedback from people, and I'd say, how come we're not in first place? And, uh, and they go, you don't want to be in first place, Mike. They're going to make up stuff uh, from whole cloth, and that's what's been going on literally every day. If I see one more commercial, I, I just turn the TV off now. Because they've well, well, you you're, you're going to want to turn your TV everything. off a lot now because you know they're about to make yeah. a ton of commercials on this. Your opponents are going to be yes, right. not only in the yeah. uh, not only, hold on a second not only in the primary you're going to get this from from your opponents, but if you end up winning the nomination on May third, you're going to get this from Ryan's camp, uh, uh, you right. know, forever. Absolutely. And and let me let me play the end of it again because when I first yeah. heard it and when I played it um, in the open this morning right after nine o'clock. I was dismayed by your tone at the end when you, when you kind of say that the you know the narrative is the middle class uh, uh, doesn't pay its fair share and, and that the the, the wealthy are trying to screw you. Uh, I'm going to play this again and then get your context on. Now the problem is is you need the middle class to win an election, so the narrative is the middle class is getting screwed and the and the the wealthy the elite are are getting are, are cheating everybody. It sounded, in the way I described it before, it sounded like you were being very uh, dismissive of the narrative that the the middle class is getting screwed. But what you're saying is that you were being dismissive because you were being sarcastic, that this isn't what you think. Yes. This is what the Democrats say. It isn't at all what I think. Um, and, and, you know, I'm not a politician, Bob. And, and obviously, I uh, you know, my, my campaign wants me to talk in sound bites. I guess I'd be far better off if I did. What I was saying is, Donald Trump's tax cuts set this company country back on the right track. And and the Democrats are saying it was surely and all, only in, in, in favor of the wealthy. And it, it, the problem is everybody's paying too much taxes. I mean, and, and that's how the Democrats pose the whole issue. They go, you know, people aren't paying their fair share. And by the way, I think, you know, the Democrats – would like to have everybody pay more taxes, but it was it wasn't what I think. It's what I, it's what the Democrats think. And what Mike, they is say, there is there more yeah. is there more in the interest of context? Is there more video yeah. uh, of this? Obviously, it wasn't a thirty second podcast interview. So, do you right, have right. the before and the after that sets up that what you were talking about was? What I, the don't, Democrats I don't. I, I I don't. But uh, but I can tell you, it's it's got to be out there. Yeah, well, I mean, who did the podcast? Can you contact the pod? I mean, I'm just, I'm just thinking, as I've said to you a million times, and I've said to Josh Mandel yeah. a million times, and to JD Vance a million times, I want this to be a great, fair fight for this nomination because I want the right guy to emerge, and I don't want right, misunderstandings, mischaracterizations, or out of context things to define this race. So, is it kind of incumbent upon you and your campaign to get it? To find that context, well, I think, to find the rest I, well, of that and, and, we're and doing, show it. Yeah, while well, we're doing it, the problem is it's it's like a twenty minute podcast. That's all right. Get people like have, to, people have twenty minutes. 
And you know, and it was uh, it was this it was out of context. It was taken and and the way it, those particular words sound make it sound like I somehow want to raise the taxes on the middle class. Which well, is that is exactly yeah that is exactly how it sounds. Yeah. That's exactly how it sounds, yeah, and that's right. what your opponents are saying. Here's um here's J D Vance who was on with Charlie Kirk. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. You definitely have some some Republicans running in the corporate model of the GOP, the Chamber of Commerce model. You know, one example is you know this guy Mike Gibbons, who's actually a, a nice guy, uh, but he's proposed raising taxes on middle class Americans and of course middle class <laughs> Ohioans. And you sort of look at what's going on in our country and you recognize that, you know, Amazon, Google, Facebook, Apple, they pay a lower tax rate than any middle class Ohioan. Why are we raising taxes on middle class Ohioans, right? Why- so that's well, that's just a small I've taste. Never proposed raise- yeah, I mean, obviously, I've never proposed raising taxes on anybody. Uh, I mean, I, throughout my entire campaign, all I've said is we need lower taxes less regulation, and that's how this economy will boom. And, and I've, I've never varied from that. If you take that one sentence out of context, it sounds, because I was, again, attacking the Democrat Party. Uh, it had nothing to do with me wanting to raise taxes, and, and that's just a false statement, period, flat-out false. I've never, ever said that I want to raise taxes on the middle class, and never will. Let, let me ask you this, Mike. Uh, how do you... Um, yeah. How do you respond to the characterization you know the first i told you i saw this in a ton of places on conservative websites everywhere right people who think right. like you do and they're shocked by this and the first one that i saw was on redstate.com that described oh, I you, saw that yeah yeah that described you as uh, the establishment candidate here saying establishment <laughs> gop front runner right you, you probably saw this establishment gop front runner uh uh torch his own campaign by essentially saying the middle class doesn't pay its fair share. How, if, aside from the, that part which you just explained, you were being sarcastic and attacking the Democrats yes. for that narrative. Where do yeah. you think they get that, that you're the establishment guy? Uh, you know, uh, actually, I laughed about it. You, you know, and, and here's the crazy thing. J.D., the guy that we just heard speak, he was hand-picked by, by Mitch McConnell. I mean, if you, you could go back and look, we, we have a ton of... Uh, of articles where Mitch McConnell was interviewing J.D. Vance in 2017 and 18 because he thought he'd be a great Senate candidate. And it was Mitch McConnell that, uh, that, that brought him into this, into this race. And, and we know Mitch McConnell just you know, donated to Liz Cheney. So uh, I'm hardly an establishment content, uh, competitor here. I mean, I was uh, uh, I, in, the, in the last election when I – yeah, I got in too late, but the establishment freaked out when I started doing well. And I'm like the least establishment candidate running for office in this race. I'm certainly not, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've given to Republican candidates over the years. I was never really involved in, in the political game, and I guess I know why I wasn't now. Um, but, uh, but I've never been considered a, of an establishment candidate ever by anybody. So I know the establishment doesn't feel that way. <laughs> let 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 me go back. Um, you said uh, at the very beginning of the conversation you have been turning the TV off for a bit because you're sick and tired of seeing the commercials. Um, right. So let me let me let me just kind of I, I interviewed Josh a week ago back on Tuesday, or maybe it was Wednesday. Beg pardon. 
And I told him what I said to him. That it was the second time I had him on since the fracas on stage, right, where you guys were right, nose to nose. And I told him that this campaign that he was waging, this $750,000 ad buy to put Gold Star moms and veterans up there to say that you said <laughs> something that you didn't say. And I, and, right. and, and, and I said, he said, well, you can have your opinion on what he said. And I said, no, there is no opinion. It's on tape. <laughs> what you said was that he had no experience in the private sector. Uh, ever and that you didn't know squat and he took that as an attack on somehow his military service and the campaign that came after that i thought was shameful and i told him so um and he he essentially promised me that those were over because he was starting a new campaign now um and yet i have seen They're those i've seen those ads right <laughs> since that time so he wasn't honest with me you came out with your own military people saying mike mike yeah. gibbons never said that and his own son is in the military this is garbage is this going to go on until may 3rd do you think and what impact do you think it'll have on voters well you know if people really listen to what i say it won't but but you know they're they're seeing the same thing i am i mean i they, they take these um, uncomplimentary pictures and, and make me look like uh, I'm some kind of a uh, you know drunken in a you know I, 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 it's just uncomplimentary as possible. They put the, the those on the screen and then they have me. Uh, they're claiming I'm making points that I'm not making and, and never have. And and I guess this is part of politics. The part that I guess I didn't know it was going to be this bad. Um, you know, I, I can handle myself. I mean, I, if, if we were, if JD and I were to debate on taxes, I have absolutely no doubt that I know, uh, substantially more about corporate taxes and personal taxes than JD Vance does. He hasn't had the experience, but, uh, you know, for everything for me being an established establishment, uh, candidate to me being, uh, anti-military, uh, pro-China. Uh, you know, there was actually somebody at a, a rally that, that I was at who said, I heard that you're a member of the Chinese Communist Party. And I think, what? It's like, it's, yeah. it's just, it's, it's yeah, coming from whole cloth, and it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah politics are, are very ugly and nasty. I hate dishonest politics. It's one thing to campaign negative, and you can be negative on Josh Mandel and his, because you did after he accused you of Chinese sure. investments and so forth. Um, as a matter of fact, I would like to follow up on that. Can, uh, but you know mm-hmm. what? It's, te- it's 1024 here. Can you give me a quick 30- or 60-second time out here and come back and answer a few more questions? Absolutely. Okay, Absolutely. good, because there's, more, there's more, more ground to cover here. Uh, we're talking to okay. Mike Gibbons. He is a GOP Senate candidate. We'll uh, come right back after this on Always Right Radio. Okay, 1026. I've got four minutes left with Mike Gibbons here. We ostensibly started talking about the tax issue, which is, again, something that I think is going to be an issue until the rest of the context is provided there. But, Mike, uh, the other thing is when I was debating uh, Josh uh, Mandel about the tactics of the campaign, which I did not like, um, I said, you know, there's plenty of other things you can attack Mike Gibbons on without actually uh, making stuff up that he didn't say on that debate stage about military service. So his response was to go back into the full-on uh, Chinese investment uh, discussion. He talked about companies right. that you bought, co- companies that you sold, uh, jobs that were exported to China, and the impact it has on Ohioans. Those are those are real issues that, that Ohioans care about in this race. Uh, and you right. responded with some of your own ads about Josh Mandel and his uh, ties to Chinese companies, particularly when he was the state of Ohio treasurer. You want to address that? Right. Hello? Yeah, I said, did you want to address that, Mike? 
Yeah. Um, first of all, we've never sold any Ohio company to China. That we've ever sell sold any company to China. Um, you know, it, it's. I think in, in the history of our comp- company, we, we've done thousands of transactions uh, over the years, and we've been around a long time. That's not. That's not what we've ever ever done. Uh, he pointed out an investment that he, that it was in my listings that you put in for the Federal Elections Commission. Uh, that was a Chinese company, and while he was actually saying that, he owned shares in Alibaba, which is the company that that surveils the entire Chinese population. Uh, so I mean, literally, while he was saying it, he was accusing me of the same thing that uh, he was doing the same thing he was accusing me of. You know, the, the the ownership of that those shares was in a in a mutual fund. <laughs> I mean, and I frankly didn't even know I, I I I had owned it, and I didn't anymore. I didn't even know I had owned it until he bought it out, and uh, and then he said I made millions of dollars off of this event, which is ridiculous. Uh, I mean, it, every single step of the way, it's been an exaggeration. It's either out of context or just a flat out lie. And Mike, let me boil know, it down. Let yeah. me boil it down here yeah. because uh, you, you, you want to be in the United States Senate. You're going to have bills that come before you, and you're going to have the opportunity to propose bills yourself relative to right. China, relative to foreign trade, relative to uh, investments in, in foreign companies, and so forth. Right. Especially considering the human rights violations in China that so many of us are disgusted by. It's why we hate Nike and others. Can you just, if you're in the United States Senate, what will your policy China, toward China be? China is our enemy. It's our enemy number one. And, you know, back 15 years ago, Bob, everybody thought that they were going to come our way and they were going to provide freedom to their uh, to their population. They didn't do that. Xi Jinping came in and he's taken them right back into the communist uh, method of doing business. Uh, every chance I've gotten, I'm, I'm, I've been on corporate boards. I've been I've, I've always cautioned anybody about getting even close to China. I'm on a corporate board where uh, prior to me being on the board, they had a manufacturing operation in China, and I used to sit there and listen to how they had stolen our design, stolen our IP, and started a company across the street a few months after we went there. And I said, well, why are we there? And, uh, and, and you know, I'm, I'm one voice, but I've, I've said that to, to businessmen all over Ohio. We have to be careful of China. They are our enemy. And everybody has some connection to the Chinese Communist Party, and they're all, they actually care about their country over there, unlike our Democrat Party, and and we have to we have to eliminate any involvement in China. We need to, to to move our production facilities back here, and that's what Donald Trump was doing. And part of getting our economy going is lowering taxes and reducing useless regulation. That is what needs to be done. I've said that on every stump speech I've ever given, and I haven't changed my mind. I never will change my mind. They are our enemy number one, and you will find nobody that is more resistant to anything going on with China than I will be. All right, that and, point is very and, and clear. I like, and that's, and, and, uh, no, I, I've got yeah, to move on here, Mike. Um, but uh, yeah. I'm glad you made that very direct statement. Um, yeah. What was less direct, of course, was the issue involving taxes here, where you say you were being sarcastic, and the other context around that comment yes. would prove that. Uh, can you confirm for me right now on live radio that your team will locate the other 20 minutes of that? Yeah, uh, yeah we'll that, get that. That we podcast, so that people can hear exactly what you were saying. 
Right. And in fact, you know, I had, I had given that podcast a long time ago. And, uh, and, and actually, it's a pretty good discussion of the problems, uh, the, the, the tax problems we have in this country and why, you know, Trump had, had made such great strides in, in improving our situation here. And, uh, and, and, you know, it's a Democrat narrative. They, they think they can get votes by saying certain things. And, and in each case, it's destructive to the American economy. Well, what the Trump tax cuts were is exactly what you said you support, and that is tax cuts cuts across the board, from the from the, level the, to board. the level across the board, and that's what those were. So, Mike Gibbons, candidate for the United States Senate, I thank you for the time, and I thank you for the clarification yeah, thanks, on all of those thanks issues. Thanks for having me, Bob. You got it. And uh, please, if you would, I'll look, I'll look for the press release when we, we will have the be rest getting, of that we will uh, be getting it podcast. Yes. Excellent. Thank you, okay, sir. Okay, great. Thank uh, you. you. There's bet. Mike Bye. Gibbons uh, on AM 1420, The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com